Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the PHLY Eagles podcast. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, back in Studio A for Alex Berman. Zach, how are you? Doing great. Excited for the show. I'm looking at the comments here. The best, and and, and thank you, Bray, for putting that up. The best part about ZB and the Wolf moving oh. to PHLY is they start their podcast on time now. Big hit with Emily, and we yeah. dress up a little bit. So we're, you consider really, this dressing up a little bit. I said, no, yeah, I mean, come on. I, I you're was wearing a hoodie. You're getting on me for a nice sweater. I'm not, I don't consider this dressing up. I consider this dressing down. I consider this being casual part of, uh, the vibe. But here. The, I feel like we have taken all of Emily's notes from yeah. like a year and a half ago and sort of putting them to putting them to heart. Well, not all of them, but some of them. Sure. Not all of them. Um, but yeah, on, a little on, more nudity from you, I think is no. That's not the case. Uh, on time is five minutes early, right? Yeah, it's interesting you say that because you know when at our old job you were typically the one who was not on time. Well, no, that's not true. You would always schedule press conferences that is true. for, or not press conferences. You would always schedule the podcasts right around the time that I would pull into the house. So, well, that's not my fault. I mean, you don't have to live in, uh, you know. <laughs> New Jersey or wherever it is you wherever live. Wherever it is I live. Okay. Let's Lots to get to on the show, yep. Zach. We're going to have our weekly roster draft as a means of discussing where the Eagles and the Jets are uh, strong relative to one another. We've got some news and notes. But I want to start by uh, by bringing in our senior journalism ethics correspondent, Zach. And obviously that is you, something that is near and dear to your heart. Philly's big win last night. You had the stare downs from Bryce Harper and much ado about the uh, reporting about Orlando Arcia saying attaboy Harper in the uh, post-game locker room after game two. What did you, what, where do you fall on this? Cause I have a, I have a pretty strong opinion. As here. far as, as far as it being reported. Yeah. So the first thing I should say is I wasn't there. Okay. Which is an important qualifier whenever having these conversations. Sure. Because nuance is required. And that's what I was about to say is that nuance is, is required. Better than old aunts. <laughs> You understand the context of the situation. Now, if it is as I understand it to be that reporters are in the clubhouse and he's screaming at a boy Harper. In my view, that's fair game. And yeah. in view of like clearly other yes, reporters. That's that's fair game. That's that's similar to uh, 
the story of the Astros assistant GM, right? Being demonstrative about. I think it's know, even. Even more like. A, more obviously yes. fair game. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I view that as fair game. If there's a conversation between a shortstop and a second baseman, let's say, in the, in the locker room and you're eavesdropping on the conversation, I don't think that's fair game, even if you're in there, right? Yes, uh, for yeah. the most part, I agree. Exactly. If it's clearly a private conversation. Yes, that's my point. Yes. Sometimes I even then think it's okay if you are being like respectful about, you know, you're not just reprinting the transcript. Yeah. For instance, my, uh, I was thinking about this, my, my post-Super Bowl story from this year was, you know, I, I used a couple lines from a conversation between Jason Kelsey and Nick Sirianni after the game because they're both lamenting mm-hmm. the season that was, but I, you know, I'm, I'm giving it context also yes. they're having the conversation knowing that they're having the conversation in front of reporters sure. i think that's part of the the deal here right is yes. like if 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 you're not like secretly watching them exactly. if they understand yeah. that they are being watched then i think that that's fair game and in this case where it's like a room full of reporters in in my understanding and he's like saying it again and again at the top of his lungs absolutely fair game yeah, I agree with you there. If if someone's shouting something in the locker room when reporters are are there, it's essentially shouting it to reporters. The way I view it, I, I mean, what do you think those those cameras and recorders are there for? Right, right. Uh, now, but 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 like I said, if 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 there's a private conversation, um, I think you operate with a little more nuance and context. Uh, if it's the type of thing where someone is talking to you. You know, if someone has an like, if someone has an, an issue with something, I I write and they call me out on it. Sure. I don't view that as as like I'm supposed to report verbatim what they're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I yeah. think that would be pretty clear. Or if they're calling out yeah. someone else, I'm not like reporting verbatim what they're saying. But if you know, if Donovan McNabb is in the Eagles locker room like he was after the Cardinals game last year, sure. I'm not supposed to be like Donovan's not here. You see him. You know, you use your senses, you use your eyes, your ears, your nose, all of the above. Not your hands, but your eyes, your ears, your nose. What about your mouth? <laughs> your mouth, the talk, not oh, the taste. No, okay. you don't do that. But yeah. You never tasted something in the locker room? Have I ever tasted something in the locker room? Just my gum. I have. You? What, what have you tasted? Remember when uh, when Fletcher Cox uh, was looking for a, a, a rube to eat the super spicy chip? Yes. Yeah, I ate it. You ate it. How how was it? Terrible. Super spicy. Yeah, but not in like a like a. It was just like a just like a gut bomb. Uh, I think I I think I had to throw up afterwards. Ah, uh, yeah. No, that's your fault. That was there. before you. That was before you were with us. Yes. That was, it was just chilling me. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I thought that that you were a part of that. A little more of a free for all back then. <laughs> Someone came brought order to the operation. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. All right, Zach. Um, Plenty to get to. Before we do that, uh, I think there is something you wanted to talk about. Well, there's injury updates, correct? Is it- oh, I was talking about. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, okay. Something of the absolutely about trading we, card variety. Yeah, no, I'm 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 glad you you brought this up and let me bring this up because I'm I'm going to tell you a quick story here. Uh, m- my son is getting really in the cards. Okay. And we were going, uh, this was a few weeks ago, and I said, there's a, there's a new card shop that I want to take you to. And I took him to that card shop, 
and it was as I um, need to read. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Can you just bring that over to me here? But I'm I'm giving <laughs> I'm I'm giving the uh, the backstory here is that uh, I brought him to that card shop and we we're looking around and he was in heaven. Okay, he's starting to get into sports cards, but what he really likes are Pokemon cards. Oh, uh, so I told him and I was getting excited. For what's him. his favorite? Uh, like, what's he in search for? I don't know. The, I don't know. I, the I don't, I don't okay. understand it either. That's the thing. I'm like, I'm one of these dads who's trying to like speak his language with mm -hmm. this. But at the reason I brought him there is because he was getting into sports cards. I brought it, you know, I got him a pack of baseball cards and he wanted football cards, wanted basketball cards. I didn't tell him about the Pokemon cards. I didn't know they had Pokemon mm. cards. We got there and they had Pokemon cards and he was in heaven. And ever since then, he's wanted to go back. What I am talking about is wheelhouse cards. I went to the location in Wayne. There's also a location in Westchester. Uh, it's driving distance from the city. Cards and community is their slogan. It's locally owned, family-friendly, family-run environment, and it's open seven days a week. Amazing service experience. They're an authorized top sports card dealer. They have hundreds oh, – I'm sorry. They have thousands of single cards for MLB, NBA, NFL, soccer, and Pokemon, like I said, PSA cards, licensed dealer, licensed and original sports hats and apparel from 47 brand, Mitchell Ness, junk food, and shy vintage sports. I love shy vintage sports stuff. I have a few in my house uh, that, you know, I shouldn't say my house, my closet. Um, uh, your closet's in your house. I think you're Kids' exaggerate. birthday parties, trading events, sports card, collecting hobby resources, uh, card lot appraisals, and buying the I'm I'm telling you all this what's in here, but the best endorsement that I can give is that I was a customer before. Mm. Um, you, you no know, better endorsement they were possible than Zach yeah. Berman was a customer. Of this I thing. I am a customer, and I will remain a customer, and I hope you're a customer too at Wheelhouse Cards. Stop in to either of their locations in Wayne or Westchester. Be sure to give them a follow on Instagram at Wheelhouse Cards. Wheelhouse has all Philly collectibles and gear you'll ever need what do you make of the amount of tabs on this uh it's dizzying to me <laughs> yes um but yeah no i i uh i read that ad but i i i mean it when i say i am a customer and i hope you become a customer too because they if you're into cards or you have a kid who's into cards or you're going to a birthday party or something like that man cards are back when i was growing up when i was when i was growing up i collected all the all all those sports cards of course, I've got. Yeah, yeah. I still got tubs and tubs of baseball cards. That, oh, those are probably valuable. Uh, if if you uh, want to get them appraised, go to Wheelhouse. Yeah, much to the chagrin of uh, the lovely Rachel. Um, all right, let's talk about the injury report, Zach. Yesterday, Justin Evans did not practice after returning to play the week before. Darius Slay did not practice with a knee injury. Marlon Tui Pelotu. Did not practice again with a triceps injury. Limited were Sidney Brown, Fletcher Cox, Nicobe Dean, Jack Stoll, and then Rashad Penny uh, was ill but was a full practice. What were the, uh, the the big ones to worry about here, you think? Well, I, I I certainly think we need to monitor what happens with Darius Slay. That I, I did not see that happen during the game. That that um, but him being out is a is a big deal. Um and then Justin Evans, who's who's been off and on here. The good news is that Fletcher Cox returned on a limited basis, and I think Fletcher Cox is going to play. It sounded kind of like a, a one-week thing when he was down. And then uh, N'Kobe Dean. What's interesting there, the Eagles started his clock to return, 
the other night, and uh, he was on the practice field, spoke to N'Kobe after practice yesterday. N'Kobe said that he's he's never missed time before. This has been really tough for him. Nick Sirianni pointed out that he was around the team the entire time, uh, so he traveled, which not all injured players do. N'Kobe said he was in every meeting, and I think that uh, the Eagles didn't want to say if Dean is going to be back this week, but my guess is Dean's going to be back this week. Uh, limited yesterday. I think he's going to take more work today and tomorrow. You're going to be over there today. You'll have a better sense. Uh, and then, obviously, Marlon T being down, but they have depth at defensive tackle, especially if Fletcher Cox is 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 back. And we got to monitor Sidney Brown because Sidney Brown, I think they definitely want him back for special teams, but then I, I also think it's about time that he, he really makes a push for... Uh, playing time on defense, and if Justin Evans is down, perhaps. This well, is yeah, the especially if Evans do is down. Yeah. You know, we, we saw what happened with Terrell Edmonds. Now, I don't think we need. You know, you need to worry too much about the Zach Wilson passing offense. Ooh, we can get to that. Zach Wilson some shade. I mean, that is like as generous as I could possibly <laughs> be to Zach Wilson. What's as harsh um, as you could be? I think. Like you like to, you like to talk about all your, all your hits, you know, only I could have seen that Javon Hargrave was going to be a good player. You go back and listen to our, our pre-draft discussions ahead of that draft. And you tell me what I said about Zach Wilson and how exactly correct I was. Weren't you a big Wilson guy? (laughs) I just, I just want to ruffle your feathers, Bo. Uh, No, do you remember who I was big on in that draft? Probably Trey Lance. I was, I was Mac Jones, I don't Justin know. Fields. Yeah. Justin Fields. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how do you, do you feel like you got that? He's had two hot games here. Yeah. What a, what a great quarterback he is. I'm not selling my Justin Fields stock. I feel like you, you don't really do a lot of buying and selling your stocks. No, I don't do a you lot of selling. I, I buy and you hold. Just, yeah, yeah. I buy you, and you're hold. only ever holding or well, buying more of who you already have. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, look, <laughs> if you want your stock to appreciate over time, you buy and hold, right? I guess. Yeah. If if you sold Apple after, after we talked about it uh, on the pod in 2020, you would have lost a lot of money. Or you could have sold and then bought more. I don't know. It's, yeah. If, if if you believe. I don't think you're doing, you're not making a lot of transactions. You're usually just double doubling down on what you already have. If you believe in the person, you believe in the company. Yeah. You would, you and you and you invest in that. So that's, that's the truth. And you believe in Justin Fields and. Kyle Pitts and yeah, I still believe in Kyle Pitts. I had more conviction about Kyle Pitts than Justin Fields. Okay, but I still believe in Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is going to be great. I have a very pedantic question for you about the injury report, as opposed to your unpedantic question. Yes. Okay. It, didn't it used to be the case that when a guy was uh, returning from injured reserve and his practice window was activated, they didn't have to list him on the injury report? Yeah, that is true. I was a little surprised to see that, but I never complained about more information. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I didn't. I don't remember yes. that rule being passed. Yes. Uh, no, that, that, that is true. Perhaps that's, that's, that's a, a new thing this year. Okay. So you think Dean is going to play? I think Dean's going to play. You think Slay? What do you think about Slay? I need more information on, on that. We'll find out today what his progress is. Uh, I think Cox is, is going to play. So what's interesting is the Eagles have one open spot on the 53. Okay. Uh, presumably Dean goes on there, but they're at a point now with Braden Mann where they got to make a decision there. They're obviously mm. not bringing in a different punter, right? Because they haven't done it yet. Right? Yeah. So it's been three weeks of elevations, correct? So they're going to have to make a roster move later this week. So my, my guess is... I thought that was, was the second week. Was, was, was man. man 
Am this I wrong? The second week of man. Because this is week six. Did Sipos you're play? Cor- you're correct. Okay. Sipos did the first three. Right. Then four or five. So, okay. So this is the third week. So they don't need to make a man move yet. Okay. Okay. But they could potentially put somebody on IR. Yeah. There's also a few guys at the back of the roster who who would be. Braden Man has a revenge game against the Jets here. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Did 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 that make your notes? No, it did not. Mm. How many uh, ex Eagles are on that Jets roster? Do you know? Uh, are we including? Are we? Wait. By the way, Man did play three games. He played Tampa, Washington, and the Rams. Okay. So. All right. So they do have to make. So, a move. so they do have to have have to make a move there. And that I guess would be well. Well, Goodrich was in the lineup last week. Um, I would guess you're aside from somebody going on injured yeah. reserve. My guesses would be Goodrich or Rashad Penny. Yeah, I, I would concur there. Uh, so the the Eagles on the roster, on the Jets roster. Let's go with well, we're including Dennis. Kelly. I actually don't know the answer, but oh, okay. I mean, Dennis Kelly's one. They just signed him to the practice squad? Yes. Okay. My and guy. Your guy. And then let me, well, I guess I'm cheating here if I pull this up. I actually don't think they have that many, which is. No, they used to have, they used to have several. Yes. The early Joe Douglas teams, but yeah. no. Your uh, Josh Adams is your Vinnie Curry's. Yeah. As I do a quick glance here at my notes, I do not see a former Eagle on this roster. I could be corrected, but no, I did not see a former Eagle. On this roster, that is interesting. They had Nate Herbig for a bit. Remember that? I sure do. Mm-hmm. I think that's they it. Had, yeah. So, Joe. Oh Douglas no, there is, is. There's another one on the practice squad. Oh, okay. I did not look at the practice squad here. Uh, the practice squad includes Craig James. Craig James. Yes, I always remember that Packers game with Craig James and your boy Trevor Simeon mm. with an A. With an A. All right. Uh, before we get to the draft, Zach, let me first tell you about. Game time. Now, listen, big game tonight in South Philadelphia. You might want to be checking those prices. See if uh, somebody somebody pops, drops uh, something within your range. You want to make a move for game four. Well, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Images of seat views, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, and more. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The GameTime guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's the same percentage that Zach brings to the show every single day. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Zach, there's also a football game tonight. Mm. Who's playing? Do you know? I'm asking you. I do know, actually. Okay. Um, hold on. Which is we, why you're frantically Googling. No, we received a different message um, about other, about something else I will get to in a moment. Oh. Um, but uh, let's I was, see. I was trying to pull up tonight's line here. Um, but 
So, so, so tonight, of course, is Denver, Kansas City. And I don't have the line in front of me, but um, if you want to find that out, you can find well, it. Well, sure, Zach, on but DraftKings. Uh, DraftKings isn't stopping. You know, you get five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PHLY. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code PHLY only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 and older age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Uh, yeah, what I, I wanted to tell you about was uh, these new shirts that we have now. Uh, on, fresh on, off the press. Yeah, PHLY. Go to PHLY Locker and you can find Attaboy Bryce Harper shirts. So... Uh, make it, there it is. Thank you, Bray. You can see that on the screen, P H L Y. Uh, make sure you go there. And while you're there, read all our coverage. Uh, I, I put together different notes yesterday, found some interesting numbers about, you know, the high red zone, for instance, uh, although the high, high red zone, there's some, there's some question about whether the high red zone is 11 to 20 yards or 15 to 25 yards. Uh, but I, I looked at it between 11 and 20 yards uh, I have some some notes there uh, about the blitz rates, so some different things. Make sure you check that out. All right, you can check out all the PHLY merch at phlylocker.com. Zach, the uh, with the Chiefs playing tonight, you so you see that that sort of brings us. You mm-hmm. know, you go Travis Kelsey to Aaron Rodgers, brings us back to the Jets. What do you make of the whole uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers Travis Kelsey dispute? Uh, it's good theater. That's that's essentially what I make of it. Um, it's, it's good theater. I, I, I don't have, I find it deeply pathetic. Okay. Uh, yeah. from an Aaron Rodgers standpoint. I mean, I don't know why he's picking on Travis Kelsey. Well, the guy, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's, it's so, it's so obvious. He was, you know, him in hard knocks. He's the biggest story in the, in the NFL. He's soaking up all oh, this attention. He, he loves the... it. And so he goes down and all of a sudden the new biggest story in the NFL is okay. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And it's what everybody's talking about. Yes. And he can't stand it. He needs to he insert needs- himself into that conversation somehow. <laughs> so he's got to go on and take a shot at Travis Kelsey and like, uh, d- debate me, bro. Like, <laughs> give me a break. You are so pathetic. Go rehab. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know why Travis Kelsey would be debating, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I hear you there. I didn't put that angle together, but, but perhaps that is the case because, uh, yeah. You get your your medical professional to uh, to debate me while I have just some jabroni. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. What a loser! <laughs> I mean, a truly deranged individual. <laughs> Tell me what you really think. Anyway, uh, let's get to the draft. Let's Zach. get to the draft. I'm ready for it this. It is time for Sorry. our weekly draft. I have draft. too many tabs, by the way. I, I I missed the 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 tab here where I had all all the uh, ad information. That's okay. 
Uh, it is time. Let's start with our two out of three mm-hmm. rock, paper, scissors. A big Let's one this it. week because, boy, is there an obvious uh, first overall pick this time. Yes. All right. Ready? Yep. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. My scissors beats your paper. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. My paper beats your rock, and that is a very easy start for me. <laughs> I will take Jalen Hurts, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, very happy to do that. The most important position in sports. And I'm taking the guy who is good instead of the guy who is probably the worst starting quarterback in the league. Uh, through the start of the season, Zach, so far, Zach Wilson, 29th in EPA <laughs> per dropback. Can yeah. you name the four below him? No. Um, but that is bad. The 29th in EPA per drop. Sean Watson. Wow. Okay. That's not money well spent. Can he pick it? He's got to be there. Okay. Yeah. yeah Deshaun Watson is, you know, <laughs> not, not a good player, not yeah. a good guy. And so, you know, you probably don't need the guy if he's not a good player. Uh, <laughs> can he pick it? Daniel Jones, second from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Mac Jones, dead last ah, so far. Those Joneses aren't doing too yes. hot, are they? Uh, um, yes. Yeah, Josh Jones. Easy Dino to keep from, up with the Joneses. Says sweep by Bo. Man, I, I, I can imagine Bo reviewing the film of my rock <laughs> paper scissors. I have not. Okay. See, because this draft. This is stopped, the first time we've had a two zero, and yeah, yes. and you have won two of the first three. Stop the draft. It's it's over. This is a week when the Hurts should be the steady quarterback. <laughs> by the way, like, it is such a decided mismatch. But you know what? Um, if you go over the last three years, mm-hmm. Zach Wilson is far and away the worst quarterback in the league. Um, he's awful. Yeah. I feel like the Jets are kidding themselves, and it's like a very unserious thing for them to be wasting the rest of this roster going through the year with him as the quarterback. I don't, I don't know what the right solution is. Although but- he looked good against Kansas City. So if I get the Kansas City version, that was after I had, I had dinner with you. That's right. Yes. Now, are you going to take Zach Wilson or are you going to so do the actually, correct somebody thing? messaged me, uh, a, a loyal viewer and listener, said that when you said you wouldn't take Wilson, we actually clarified on the first week of that we did this that you get the opposing quarterback. That was the game. No, I don't think that that was the rule. Okay. The rule was I was meaning meaning you get the second quarterback. Okay. Like, you don't have to. You don't have to use a yeah. draft spot oh, okay. to select the quarterback. You well, can just take whichever if, quarterback if, you want because you can only case, have one quarterback. Then I'm gonna go with Marcus Mariota. Okay. Now, why Marcus Mariota over Tanner McKee? Why Marcus Mariota? Because Marcus Mariota's led teams to the playoffs before. He's played in big games. Um, I can Zach put together. Wilson's played in big games. What big game is Zach Wilson played in? Every game is a big game. <laughs> okay, true, true. So I am going with Marcus Mariota as my quarterback here. Yeah, I think that that's appropriate. Okay. I think part of the, I mean, I imagine, we're still going to talk about, we still yeah. talked about Zach Wilson. Yes. The game is a mechanism to discuss the roster. Exactly. But also, it's an elucidation of the different strengths. And I would take all three of the Eagles quarterbacks over at Zach Wilson. So I, I always review the opposing team's game notes. And, and look, I'm not ripping on them because, like, this is the purpose of game notes. Um, but the Jets did, you know, the Jets, like, have a note for each player in there where they try to, you know, they try to give you some material on, on the player. And like the worse the player is, the more, mm, the more reach it is. Yeah. yeah. Like so. among, among quarterbacks who have <laughs> slept with their mom's best friend, he ranks <laughs> where? So no, so it's, 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 um, it's that he recorded back to back 70% plus completion games in week mm. four and week five. 
Like that's that's the barometer that they're using. And that uh, he completed six passes of 50 plus yards with in his first two seasons. Um, so yeah, so it's it's really kind of stretching. Pretty specific, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very stretching it. All right, now you have uh, picks two and three. This is your chance to make up some ground. So definitely going Lane Johnson. Uh, because I don't like this Jets offensive line. They're, they're kind of beat up as it is. They have some mismatched parts. Lane Johnson's been playing really well. I spoke to Lane Johnson, yes, uh, I spoke to Lane Johnson yesterday, uh, and I asked him about the play that Brian Baldinger brought up, if you remember when he yes. kind of raced back to yes. the middle. Uh, and he said he's never done that before in his career. He just sort of felt it. He kind of, yeah, he, he felt it. He saw what uh, Aaron Donald was trying to do there. And he said that he was a little extra on that play, but he he didn't want he didn't want anyone to get killed. And he said Aaron Donald can, can do that. So yeah. that yeah, so that was a neat play. Check that out on Baldy's um, on Baldy's Twitter feed. And if you missed, it's the- fun to see like Lane. He doesn't get to like smile and talk yeah. about like a highlight player yeah. like his craft that often. So yeah. it was fun to to see yeah. him talk about that. And if, if you missed that Baldy interview, uh, that's separate now on YouTube. You can check that out as well. Yes. All right. You get one more pick. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm compelled to go Kelsey here, but actually the Jets offensive line has a decent center. Uh, and I I want to make sure that I give uh, Marcus Mariota some, some weapons. The Jets have one clear best player. Uh, he's at a position where there's some depth elsewhere. Uh, and... I look at you know the the other spots where and, and we'll get the player by player on the Jets, but I'm I'm gonna go with AJ Brown here just to make sure that uh, I have the type of receiving core that I need to have. Yeah, I think that's interesting. You know, obviously three very good receivers in this game. Yes. Um, to me, not I'm, including Randall Cobb, right? Not including okay. Randall Cobb. Or sorry, uh, Jameson sorry for Crowder. the Cobb. Um, yeah, shade. I am a little bit surprised that you didn't take a different position here, uh, and it's Ooh. the position I'm going to take. Actually, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, right, it's, fair enough. it's too late now. Okay. Um, I the biggest delta in this game, especially with Darius Slay mm. on the injury report and not practicing with a knee injury, give me Sauce Gardner. Okay. Um, now. The, the Sauce Gardner thing is interesting. You know, I, am, I, I sort of presume that everybody watching the show is like also listening to Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast and, uh, and, and the, the, the Shield Kapadia show. But like the, 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 the Sauce Gardner thing, right, is that he doesn't travel, mm-hmm. um, at least has not yet. And so he stays on that left side. I'm curious to see how that affects the Eagles' offensive strategy. Do they want to mix things up? Do they want to make sure that you know, AJ Brown is on DJ Reed, who is coming back from a concussion. Yes. Uh, doesn't matter to them, but Sauce Gardner, I mean, guy's a stud. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to have him on my team with the number four overall pick. That's fair. Uh, and Sauce Gardner is really good. Sauce Gardner, I, I made um, some, some, some notes here. First and passes defended since coming into the NFL. So that's going to be a real tough assignment. Of course, AJ Brown has. Uh, Three consecutive 100-yard games, past 5,000 yards for his career has been absolutely awesome. And I'm going to load up on the wide receiving court here. Okay, I'm going to go for you. I'm going to go with Devontae Smith. Really? Uh, and I understand you wanted me to. Okay, yeah, but 
I, I like the A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith combination. I also think there's a chance that Devontae could have a big game this week. We measure it after the game by the way that they played. Garrett Wilson's kind of been – I think Garrett Wilson's awesome, but he has Zach Wilson throwing to him. So uh, Well, yeah, but it's not just based on the production. Isn't this what you do, by the way? <laughs> you say so-and-so. When we, on Monday's show, you're like, he had a big game. Well, sure, but game. you can still take game. the context out and say okay. if Garrett Wilson had yeah. Jalen Hurts throwing to him, he would have had a big game. Okay. Well, I mean, I still think if Devontae Smith was on the Jets, we'd be talking about him in this vein too. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to have AJ and Devontae. I mean, this is interesting because you've boxed me in and that I, mm. I can't really let you also get Garrett Wilson. But I also think it's a silly pick because I think Garrett Wilson's better than Devontae okay. Smith. Um, Look at you with your Devontae Smith shade. If Devontae's watching, this is Bolton board material. I think Devontae Smith is great. <laughs> I think they're both you know, top 10 young receivers. Yes. Um, Big, I, I really like Garrett Wilson. But I think Garrett Wilson is, is Agreed. Uh, you know, balls. So now, 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 now the one thing I'll say is that uh, the Eagles have, have this kind of this, uh, this tendency, whether it is elephant ears or just kind of like them playing with everybody, that whatever the conversation is that week, they're just like, all right, we're going to shut you up and do this. A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. So Devonte Smith was the quiet one last week. So you can definitely see Devonte going for like 150 yards and it's like, all right, what are you guys going to complain about now? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's why, uh, that was in my, I, I was kind of determined to get Devonte this week okay. to make that point because, okay. um, I think you're maybe overvaluing the aspect of the game. That's just on production from, from the game. That's how you <laughs> review it. I think it's more about the structure of the team and how the game plays out. Okay. But Okay. So you got Garrett Wilson here. I, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking like Garrett your, Wilson. Do you have any you have any Garrett and Wilson notes you wanted to pass along? I uh yeah, I just the uh, guy's or, so good. Yeah, so 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 Garrett Wilson is the fastest player in Jets history to one hundred <laughs> catches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, from the notes. So think about think about Keyshawn. Um think about uh Lavernius Coles. Wayne Corbett, uh, yeah, Denzel yeah. Mims. Yeah, Wayne Corbett, Denzel Mims, who did not like over there. No, right? yeah, or really anywhere. Yes. Uh, I, I will say this uh, about Garrett Wilson. We did, when I say we, you and me, uh, did a lot of work on that draft class wide receivers. Uh, and we, we both really liked Garrett Wilson coming out in that class. He was rated high uh, by all of us. Actually, Shield was with us then too and, and did – yeah, and I don't think we need to take a, a pat on the back for that. I mean, he was sort of the consensus no, it, top it, wide receiver, but no, there was a, there was a lot of Jameson Williams love that year, right? Yeah, um, there was uh, Chris Olave. Yeah, I was not as all the way in on Olave, but yes. So th those three were getting a lot of attention, and I think we just viewed Garrett Wilson as like a really just steady, you know, strong wide awesome. receiver. Yeah, uh, so big, big Garrett Wilson guy. Um, okay, so now. So you take Garrett Wilson. I am up here, and the best player on the Jets is Quinnen Williams. Uh, but, but that's a deep spot for the Eagles here. Uh, Jalen Carter. The Jets lead the league in starters on defense, whose first four letters are Q U I N. I did not know that. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, Quinnen Williams. You got Quincy Williams, and you got Quinton Jefferson. Okay. Pretty good stuff. That's good insight there. Uh, so. You know what? I need a strong offensive line, and 
I'm going to go with Jordan Mailata. Uh Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to go Jordan Mailata. Um The Jets have been mixing and matching their offensive linemen. Yeah, and I, th- I, th- I think it's a good group to have. So I'm going to do that. Now, why Mailata over Kelsey? Because uh, I, I actually think Connor McGovern is like the steadiest of the... And then Lakin Tomlinson to a certain extent. But he's he's the like established player on that Jets offensive line. And then I look at like um, you know, the tackles, Becton and Max and Max Mitchell. I really like Becton coming out. He's bounced between different sides. Uh they've they've had, you know, they've had to move guys around. Jordan Mailata, I think, is just a really solid left tackle. Uh and I I wanna have my perimeter set. Because I'm, I'm going to have Marcus Mariota running around. Mm, fair. Good point. Uh, I think there's a, an interesting conversation just about like the Jets um, roster building mm. with Joe Douglas. And it's so easy to say like everybody should just do what the Eagles do and build, you know, the lines of scrimmage. And, the you know, the Jets and Joe Douglas have done a great job building up that defensive line. It's It's really, really good and really, really deep. But... The offensive line has been bad the whole time and not for lack of trying, right? It's not as easy as saying, just put your resources there. Yeah. Like they drafted Mekhi Becton in the first round. They drafted Elijah Vera Tucker in the first round. They spent a lot of money on Lakin Tomlinson. They spent a second round pick on Joe Tipman. They, they mm-hmm. you, like Max Mitchell and uh, Carter Warren are fourth round picks. They spent money to sign Connor McGovern. Yes. And they're just, it's not very good. Um, and they spent yeah. money on Dwayne Brown, right? And so, you know, whether that is, uh, a scouting issue, uh, like a, a delta between offensive line coaches thing, just a bad luck of health. Um, it, I think it just it goes to show that there's more to it than just you know draft guys early or use your money yep. there. No, you're right. Now, now there's some Tucker, kind of differentiating skill set. Yeah, Vera Tucker was 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 playing well for them. He's been playing well. Yes, but they also traded up sure. to draft a guard. Sure, and he's been injured each of the last two years. Fair. Uh, Becton. Becton, they drafted over Tristan Wirfs. Good call. You're no, I, I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, I think Joe D's philosophy makes sense, but and he certainly hit on the Sauce Gardner Garrett Wilson picks. But the lines of scrimmage now their defense has been their defensive line is really good. Awesome. But yeah, the offensive line. You're right. That and that, I thought that would be last year's draft was special. Great. Yes, sure. uh, it was. It was. I mean, he also. Drafted Zach Wilson. Yes. Second overall, which, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that'll hurt you. Yeah, especially when, when like, that, that 49ers trade was on the table, right? Right. I mean, that's... So he's had four drafts. The first one was Becton and Denzel Mims. Yeah. Did pretty not, bad. Yep. The next one was Zach Wilson, Vera Tucker, and Elijah Moore. You know, yeah. you got maybe one good player there. And you already traded Can't stay more. healthy. Yep. Then the next year was fantastic. Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson, who's been playing very well, and Brees, Brees Hall, Hall, who's yeah. who rules. And then this year was Will McDonald and Joe Tipman early. You know, we'll we'll see what happens there. But it's just you know, it's it's difficult. Mm. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, and I like Joe Douglas, and I I think he's a sharp guy. But it it shows you the offensive line uh, is is the key there. And they've they spent money, they spent high draft picks. And for us to still be talking about this offensive line being a problem is problematic. Yeah. Uh, all right. I will uh, go ahead and I will take Jason Kelsey. Uh, okay. Need need a uh, captain of my offensive line. And uh, I'm, I guess I'm not as 
over the moon with Connor McGovern as you are. Okay. So I'm happy to have Jason Kelsey. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I need to make sure that I'm, I'm fine at corner. Uh, my impulse was to go slay, but because of the knee injury, uh, and I, I don't want to have a guy who's not out there, that, especially when I don't have Sauce Gardner. So I'm going to go with James Bradbury, who I think is you know back on the outside, in a good spot, played really well for the Eagles in that stadium last year, uh, knows, knows the MetLife terrain well. So give me a yeah. Knows the MetLife terrain well. That'll make a difference. That's important. <laughs> he played great against the Giants last year. Okay. In a, in a, in a revenge game. Sure. All right. I will eh, some options here. Uh, I mean, boy, are like the, the, the two defensive lines here are, are both so good. Loaded. Loaded. Um, I'm, I think there are, uh, you know, like I think there's a bigger delta on the outside on the edge, but I'm actually, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to take the best player here. I'm going to take Quinn and Williams. Okay. Uh, now, Quinn Williams not quite as productive this season so far through five games as he was last season. And this is this gets to the conversation of a while. Like, I don't like pressure rate uh, because it's so subjective. Mm. Like, you know, his pressure rate is up a little bit. It's at 14.2% from 12.9% last year. But his tangible production is like so far down. He's only got five quarterback hits and a half a sack compared to last year when he had 26 quarterback. I mean, projecting, but 26 uh, hits and and twelve sacks. So like the rate at which he's hitting the quarterback is in is in half this year, and I think that makes a big difference in why they're only like a top ten defense and not a top five defense Good right point. now. Um, and like sometimes you have to measure what what actually affects the quarterback and like what what defines a pressure. I know that there are different uh, ways that different places define that. But I, it's it's uh, it's too secretive and too imprecise to me. So I, that's not to say that Quinn Williams is not as good as he was last year, but just a, a tick down production wise. Yeah, and uh, with Quinn Williams, Nick Sirianni was asked yesterday if they need to treat him the way they treated Aaron Donald, and he said a different type of player, but but still someone who is like a major part of your game plan. And probably the difference between the Jets and uh, the Rams is the Jets have other guys on right. their D line, which we'll get to. So. Like if your entire game plan is about Quinn and Williams, then Franklin Myers can hurt you. Then Bryce Huff, then you know Jermaine Johnson. Like like there's different guys there, so you can't necessarily say, all right, this is all about neutralizing Quinn and Williams the way they did Aaron Donald last week. Yeah, I think that's well said. Uh, so this is obvious for me here. Then if if you took Quinn and Williams, I'm gonna take the guy I thought you were gonna take. And that's Jalen Carter. Yeah, well, I, part of the reason I took Quinn Williams is because I was kind of hoping you wouldn't do that. Okay, yeah, so this is a response to that. Um, and I, I wrote this on all PHLY yesterday. Uh, we talked about this on, on the show on Monday. We're no longer talking about Jalen Carter as one of the best rookies. We're talking about him as one of the best defensive linemen in, in, the, in the league. Uh, you I said, agree. is he the best player? Is he, like, one of the best players on the team? Um, I hear what you're saying about pressure rate. But if I'm going to pick him, I'm going to cherry pick stats and use pressure rate here. Okay. Um, but he hits the quarterback. Yeah. You don't need to. According to, to, to NFL Next Gen Stats, he ranks first among all defense tackles. First in pressures with 25, pressure rate at 19.5, and average pass rush get off at 0.77 seconds. Uh, so th that's, that's first. He's also tied for fifth 
in the NFL and pressures behind a group of the top edge rushers in, in, in the league. So he's getting to the quarterback like your top edge rushers do. Uh, and then since 2016, Aaron Donald is the only other defensive tackle in the NFL to start a season, not a rookie season, to start any season with at least three and a half sacks, 25 pressures, and two forced fumbles in, in the first five games. Okay, I like that. Uh, so the pressures, you know, I, I'll, yeah, I'll leave you those, but yeah. Yeah, The so I, I went back and watched that game from Sunday, and the television copy did more justice than where I was sitting in the press okay. box to that sack on the second Matthew one? Stafford. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, all the sacks are on Matthew Stafford. But the the one at the beginning of the second half, early in the second half, um, when when they were kind of backed up. And I thought at the time that there was a face mask because uh, Stafford called for the face mask. And I'm like, well, he pulled him down like that right. face mask. The Eagles got away with it. Um, no, he just threw him to the ground. He like grabbed him by the shoulder and threw him to the ground. Uh, Jalen Carter has been terrific off the, you know, now Nick Sirianni tried playing it down. Nick Sirianni said, don't put him in Canton yet, which is an old, you know, Bill Parcells line too. Uh, let's, you know, and you don't need to give him a gold jacket, but my goodness, he's, he's just been phenomenal. And that's the word that Sirianni used was phenomenal. He used a phenomenal a few times. He is a phenom. Uh, I thought it was interesting when Sean Desai said it's, it's, it's not a surprise but it's impressive how much he loves football. And I'm, I'm reading a quote here. He's like a sponge. He's asking for, for feedback. He's getting coached hard. And even from his peers, he's taking a lot of coaching from his peers and whoever he can feel like he can get information from. A lot of guys are touching him. Yeah, so A lot of guys are touching him? Yeah, like there's like different touch points. Okay. Like not physically touching him. Although he plays defensive line, so a lot of guys are touching True. him. Um, but... Obviously, the Eagles are cognizant of what the pre-draft discussion was for Jalen Carter, but they're also, uh, I, 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 in being there every day, that does seem to be something that I'm hearing, that he is, like, off the field, he's giving them what they hope for. He is, like, an engaged player. He does, he does care. You know, you got that anecdote, for instance, from uh, Hassan Reddick about him going up and talking about Juan McClendon when they made the change. Like, he's very much into what's going on. He, he, he doesn't miss practices. Um, he, your early returns are very positive. I mean, it would be a, a disappointment if he was just missing practice, but okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh, all right. I will I'm go to give you some context. No, no, I know. Here. I yes. just, I just, I only meant on the last <laughs> okay. thing. Like, yes. it's, like he's, he's, it's his job. He's supposed yes. to show up. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start my like, lauding of you by saying well he doesn't miss shows true true that is part of the job okay. I, I appreciate that but i i wouldn't miss a show well i know that all right my uh my next pick i'm going to take the last really good offensive lineman available give me landon dickerson at left guard um he was really good last week hmm. in that in that rams game i think he is um playing better than he's ever played before uh yeah, I agree with you there. The combination of him and, and, and Mylotta, good friends off the field, really tightly connected good on mates. the field. What's that? Good mates. Good mates. Good mates, man. Yes. <laughs> you throw it, was that a, I mean, that a Jamaican? Yeah. <laughs> well, the Chet Hanks on me yes, over there. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, good mates, man. Yes. Uh, so while I, I let you all laugh about that, I'm going to tell you something you shouldn't laugh at, and that's all these stuff behind us. 
Okay, we have great merchandise here, and it's from Foco. Foco is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. It's the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. It's football and tailgating season overalls. That's all the rage now, right? We saw the Phillies overalls that Jamie and Renee wore. That's right. Uh, Hoodies, hats, sunglasses, bags, everything you need for a game. Foco has hooked PHLY up and provided awesome pieces for our sets. Foco always has our back for Philly sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHLY for 10% off. All right, back to you, Zach. Back to me here. And you taking Dickerson, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to gamble a bit here. And make sure, well, because I, I think Slay is going to play, okay? I don't know that. Like I said, I, I don't have inside information sure, on this. Gut. Yeah, Slay's adorable player. Uh, he is adorable. <laughs> he'll, t- he'll, t- he'll tell you that. He actually says, <laughs> yeah. and this is him saying it, he says he's the sexiest guy on the team. Yes. Okay. And he, I believe he says he's the second sexiest guy in the world after his, like, one-year-old baby. Oh, okay. I believe that's what he said last, that, last that's year. That's what he yeah. said. Okay. <laughs> Good for him. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go slay. I understand I didn't take Sauce Gardner. That might have been a mistake, although it's never a mistake having A.J. Brown on your team. But now I, I, have, a, I, I have Slay and Bradbury, and I have Brown and Devontae. One thing I've noticed when I've went back in recent weeks is my teams are always very heavy on the opponents. I think I overweigh the mm. opponents. Okay. Yes. And the Eagles are five and zero. They might be. You know. You have yet to. You have all Eagles so far. You have yet to draft the Jet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm pandering to our fan base here, right? Okay. Uh. Yeah. I. But I'm I'm going Slay. I I have Slay and Bradbury. I like that combination. Okay. Well, I'm going to take an Eagle here, and I'm going to take, for my money, the best edge rusher in this game. I'm going to take your boy. Give me Josh Sweat. Interesting. You're very influenced by Fran Duffy, I see. Well, I'm always influenced by Fran Duffy, but um, and that's a reference to Fran saying he played the he was the best player on the field against the Rams on, on the Eagles' defense. On the Eagles' believe, defense, to be, yes. to be specific, yeah. I uh, I mean, I'm glad that Hassan Ruddick has uh, gotten back on the on the sack sheet, but I think he's he's a bit more of a, of a one trick pony, and mm-hmm. just as a pass rusher, I think I think Sweat brings a little bit more to the table. As an all-around player, so give me uh, give me Josh Sweat. Now I could give you like my thirty-second elevator pitch on Josh Sweat, but I think I have five years of podcasting here. Yeah, I don't that, think you need yeah. any more. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Everybody knows that you invented the guy. <laughs> no, not invented it, but I I I believe Josh Sweat is awesome. Josh Sweat deserves credit among the best edge rushers in the league. I agree with you. Versatile. Um, you know, there's there's kind of a school of thought that if he played in like the Reddick role that he might have even more sacks, but he helps them in so many different ways. So, yeah, definitely Josh Sweat. Okay, back to you. Um, so, if you want Sweat, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Reddick. Have you heard okay. this expression, sacks come in waves? <laughs> okay, uh, because, man, the sacks are coming in waves. Uh, back-to-back weeks for him, and I think it's going to keep coming. And he is uh, so electric around the edge. If the Eagles take a lead... That's when he really feasts on quarterbacks, and I I can see that happening. Uh, good luck, Zach Wilson, because well in in this game Jalen hurts. You got Hassan Reddick chasing you, and continues my Eagles picks. Yeah, that's right. Um, I will take the next best pass catcher 
available mm. since all I have is Garrett Wilson so far. Give me Dallas Goddard okay. as my tight end. Uh, we will see if he can back up what he did last week. But I feel good about that. Yeah, so in in his case, uh, we saw the performance last week. There was an effort to get him the ball. But like I said, the big emphasis was was getting him the ball in ways that he, that he can uh, pressure. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, in, in, in ways that he can run after the catch, put pressure on the defense. So not having his back to the defense here. Uh, and the reason I, I said pressure is because I'm debating what to do with my second edge rusher spot. I, I think... You know, if you look at the Jets roster, for instance, John Franco Myers, I think, is the better player than Bryce Huff. But Bryce Huff's more of the, like, around-the-edge pass rusher. Jermaine Johnson is a good, you know. Coming on, yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm... Bryce I'm, Huff, this goes to the uh, the pressure rate conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, it, the, 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 they have him as a 31.3% pressure rate, which is, like, way highest in the league. Like, give me a break. That's it's not real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I could go safety here because uh, Jordan... Bryce Huff I invented, by the way, at the Shrine game all those years ago. Bryce Huff you invented? Yes. Okay. I thought Connor Hughes invented it. No, I, I was <laughs> on him way earlier. Okay. Um, so the I other... He, I said he had a bit of Brandon Graham to his game. Hmm. Bit of Brandon Graham to his game. Okay. I like that. You... Did you compare him to Jannard Avery? No. I, okay. I said he was a good player. <laughs> oh, that was, that was a Memphis joke there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so do I go at, at, on the offensive line Lincoln Tomlinson's been a steady veteran for them Duke educated okay uh, so you know you, you go down the, the triangle and terrific academic institution it's debatable <laughs> I'm trying to get under your skin there with that with, with Duke talk uh, Lincoln Tomlinson at guard you know, the other options are Opeta and Joe Tittman. Joe Tittman's a second-round pick. Um, I'm going to go Lakin Tomlinson, real st- a real steady veteran here. Okay. Is that a surprising pick? No, I think that was a good pick. Okay. I would have I, I taken him uh, soon and moved uh, Dickerson to right guard probably. Uh, but as a response to that, you know, I, I, could, I could take your center from you, your, your guy you love so much. And play my guard? Come on. I mean, he's played guard before. Okay. Uh, but you know, I have I, I I could get Sua too, so I'm not too worried about that. You know, my uh, trying to think where I can give a have have a little bit of a of a differentiator from you, and one spot where I can do that is I think there's a I think think there's a bit of a drop off right now between the next defensive tackle and the other guys behind them. Hmm. So if Fletcher Cox is returning, he's playing at such a high level, I'm happy to have him play next to Quinn and Williams. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and I I can see that. I expect Fletcher Cox to be back. Fletcher Cox, what I'm curious to see, by the way, quick Fletcher Cox note is we spoke about the amount of playing time that Fletcher Cox had before the injury. With the way Jalen Carter's playing, you wonder if Jalen Carter's going to start creeping up more in, into the snap count and Fletcher Cox plays less, especially coming off of the back injury. Yeah, I just... I don't. I don't need to see too they, much. You yeah, think they like their long, rotation. You got to play the long game. Okay. Um. So, uh, is it too early to take Jordan Whitehead? Jordan. It's White- never too early to take <laughs> Jordan Whitehead. Uh, <laughs> um. As I am, um, looking here at the PFF rankings. Oh, Lake and Tomlinson. That was your first Jet. Congratulations. That was my first Jet. You see, the problem is the Jets roster 
is the the real deep at linebacker. Mm. I mean, and I, th- I imagine both our linebackers are going to be Jets. So it might be a little too soon to take that. Not a great safety game. Um, and this shows you kind of like the, uh, I'm not going to rip on any ranking system, but like Adrian Amos is rated high, but really plays. Yeah. He, yeah. he doesn't, he, you know, he's, he was kind of a fill in for Tony Adams um, there. Tony Adams did have a beard. Tony Adams did have a beard. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I can go back. I, I can circle back to the offensive line. I can go with a third wide receiver, Alan Lazard. But you know the what? <laughs> for the sake of the show, I'm going to go with Jordan Whitehead, uh, who's been a, uh, a solid safety. I like for the sake of the show, like all of a sudden the viewers are going to come crashing into the show because you just drafted Jordan Whitehead. No, I, I just, I, I don't want to deliberate for four minutes Fair on enough. a pick at this point in the show here. You know, I appreciate Jordan our Whitehead, who, who famously once was the uh, winner of the free agent quackatology. I remember that well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh tough, right? He, uh, he had three interceptions against the Buffalo Bills in the season opener. He was the first player since 2018 to have three interceptions in a game. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Uh, okay, I'll take I'll take CJ Mosley. Okay, I'll take the linebacker. Um, now I know they've got they've got two very good linebackers. Yes. So if you don't follow up yeah, with Quincy Williams here, then maybe I'll I'll double dip. But that's how I'm going to go for okay. the sake of the show. Yeah, <laughs> for the sake of the show, I'm 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 going to go with Quincy Williams. Uh, Quincy Williams, who then should not be, and I I don't want to be boxed out of having him, and he has been uh, really good this season. Let me pull up a quick Quincy Williams note here because, man, I mean, he I is, think it would be funny if your note was brother of Quinnen Williams. <laughs> well, that. He's second on the team in tackles while also recording two sacks, five tackles for loss, and seven pressures this season. Uh, he also has allowed the fourth. Uh, he, he's, he's allowed just 68.9% passer rating in coverage and 3.44 yards Per attempt, which is the fourth lowest in the league, he's he's gotten a lot of shine uh, um, since he joined the Jets. He was a waiver claim from Jacksonville. Another poor move that Jacksonville made. Uh, they let go of a lot of good players during that 2021 season. Yeah, uh, bad move there because Quincy Williams has been a real solid starter for them. Fun to watch, guy who mm-hmm. will flash on yep. Sunday. I will take uh, Reed Blankenship to make sure that I have one of the two good safeties in the game and uh, get get the ball back in your court. Okay, uh, so now it's about time for me to to go with. I I could play John Franklin Myers on the interior, couldn't I? It's your team, baby. Yeah. So John Franklin Myers has uh, he had thirty eight tackles, five sacks, eighteen quarterback hits last year. He's a defensive line. They kind of play this like hybrid style defense. Uh, they also have Quentin Jefferson, who has two and a half sacks this season. One of those three Quins. Okay. Uh, so I will go with John Franklin Myers, who uh, wow. uh, he's going to be an edge for me, okay. presumably. And Lane Johnson signaled him out as a really good player yesterday. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't, you didn't box me out here because you had a chance to really corner the cornerback market. Mm. But so I'm going to take DJ Reed, who is coming okay. back from a concussion, but I think you can make a case is better than both James Bradbury and Darius Slay when healthy. Fair enough. Yeah, he, he is he is highly rated there. You have both uh, Jets. Corners. Now I've got DJ Reed and Reed Blankenship, so uh, I think we know whose team your son will be rooting for. 
he would definitely improve. I, I actually got to tell him there's an R E E D on the Jets. Or, 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 or I'm sorry. Um, he wants there to be an R E I D. Uh, right, so yeah, right. I, I got to mention that. I do know how my son's supposed to say. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm real flummoxed about uh, where to go here with my pick because I wasn't expecting linebacker to go that soon. Uh, and then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to box you out. Um, I'm not going to box you out. You're going to end up with Jermaine Johnson. I'm going to take Bryce Huff here. Give myself... Okay, uh, that doesn't bother me. Okay. As you're, uh, So are you moving John Franklin Myers to defensive yes, I'm tackle? Yes, move John Franklin Myers to defensive tackle, and I'm going to have... Reddick and Sweat coming. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Reddick and Huff coming around the edges in a huff. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't uh, that doesn't bother me one bit. Okay. I will... Uh, yeah, see, like, there aren't that many places for me to just make sure I get a better player than you. But I guess I will take Alan the Lizard Lazard as my second wide receiver to make sure I don't have to start uh, Quez Watkins or Randall Cobb. Fair enough. You're big. Uh, you're big Alan Lazard guy. They, now there That's, is oh, go ahead. there is a high number of uh, high volume of Iowa State guys on this team. Interesting. Yeah. Will McDonald. Will McDonald. Alan Lazard. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Zach uh, Randall Cobb, who you mentioned, one of thirteen players still in the league from the 2011 NFL draft. How many? Two can or how many can you name? My thirteen players from the 2011. NFL draft. So who, were, who were drafted in 2011 and are still active in the league. Okay, so the 2011 NFL draft for the Eagles was the Danny Watkins draft, correct? Correct. Uh, so that means Jason Kelsey is still in the league. Correct. Okay, so there is one. Um, Randall Cobb is two. You know that. Randall Cobb is two. I was in New York City for that draft. I covered it there. I was covering the Giants at the time. They took Prince Amukamara. Okay, and I frame it that way because I'm trying to think who else. So that was um, that was the Cam Newton year. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And here's what I'll, here's a here's a clue for you. Okay. Cam Newton drafted first overall, not active. However, there are two players active who have the same first name. If I, you elongate it, Cameron. Uh, for the sake of the show, can you help me out here? They're both defensive linemen. Both defensive linemen. Can the chat help me out here? Cameron Jordan. Yes, okay. And I, I remember Cameron Jordan. And another Cameron who was uh, famously blocked to the ground and pancaked by Michael Dunn in the playoffs. Ah, Cameron Hayward. Cameron Hayward. Yeah. Shout out to Michael Dunn. There you go. Uh, Cam Newton, not available, not active, but the next quarterback drafted is still active. Uh, Blaine Gabbert. Correct. Yes. And another quarterback drafted in the second round is still active. In the second round that year, that wasn't the no. Derek Carr was 2013. Um, was it Carr? No. No. Yeah. Okay. TCU. Oh, Andy Dalton. Andy I Dalton. I remember that. Okay. All right. There is a one last quarterback in the sixth round who um, had a bad uh, needle incident the f- for first week when he was supposed to start for the Chargers. Uh, <laughs> this is why Justin Herbert got to play. Okay, yeah, Tyrod. Tyrod. Yeah, Tyrod. Ty and I should remember that. I covered Tyrod in college. 
Okay. Uh, three guys. That's three, not what I would use as three the top reference. ten picks still still active. One of them an edge rusher. One of them a corner. One of them uh, an offensive tackle in the division. Von Miller. Correct. Okay. An offensive tackle in the division. Tyron Smith. Correct. Okay. And then, then would you say the other one was a corner? Corner. A corner who was drafted in 2011. Uh, Alliterative name plays in the state. Patrick Peterson. Correct. I should remember that because that was the lockout year and uh, there was a school of thought that if there wasn't a lockout, the Eagles could have made the Kevin Cobb trade to get that pick. That was Patrick Peterson instead of getting Demi- uh, instead of getting Rodgers Cromartie in a second rounder the following year. Next up, we have a an edge rusher whose last name is the city is the name of a city in the AFC South. An edge rusher's last name is the city in the AFC South. Okay, Justin Houston. Correct. Yes. Next up, uh, we have. <laughs> First, I was thinking a run- <laughs> I was thinking the NFC South. I was like, is there an Atlanta guy? Mm. <laughs> you know? uh, no. The last two are very difficult. Uh, not where you went on your honeymoon, but not far away from where you went on your honeymoon is this running back slash special teamers first name. <laughs> um, so not Hong Kong, but somewhere near Hong Kong. <laughs> Same part of the world. Okay. So in Asia, there's, there's a running back whose first name is a country in Asia. Unbelievable that he's still in the league. Who is it? Taiwan Jones. Taiwan Jones. Okay, yes. And then finally, a <laughs> defensive lineman in the seventh round whose last name is like what you would just call any random man. Dude? Close. Man? No. <laughs> Bro? Close. Uh, buddy? Lawrence? Lawrence Guy. Lawrence Guy. You call, you say, hey, Guy. <laughs> I mean, you could. No I'm way. trying to give you a clue. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> A guy that would be, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I should have said, sir, right? Sure, all right, you're up. <laughs> I'm up. I, I took Alan Lazard. That was the <laughs> that was, those were the okay. notes for the so Alan when Lazard we talk portion, yeah. A little behind the show here, Bo and I, we always try to make the show better. And one thing that that we both agreed is that in this game, the game should be productive, like it's a vehicle to talk about the matchup, so uh, they have like different notes on each player. I did, certainly did not expect the 2011 draft class there you to go. come up here. Uh, there's two running backs in this game that I really like. So, so, so that's an issue here because uh, I don't know which one I like more. I really like Brees Hall, big play guy. It's been awesome this year. And then Swift, obviously, we know has has been really good. Um, I want to have a strong defensive line. Uh, now, so you went blank and chip, right? I did. 15. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go then with uh, Jermaine Johnson. Okay. Uh, now I got three guys who can get to the quarterback. I know I'm playing John Franklin Myers out of his natural position, but he is versatile enough that he can play multiple spots. Uh, I want this hybrid style defense. Give me Tony Adams, the other starting Jets safety, okay. to make sure that you have a, a difficult choice there. Okay. Um, well then, I mean, you think it's a difficult choice. Have I told you what Adrian Amos is, <laughs> is ranking? Yeah, I can't get on the field. <laughs> I told you his pro football focus ranking. So, actually, to that though, DJ Hall. Oh, I'm sorry, DJ Reed's ranked 15th among cornerbacks. Mm. 
All right. Do you want to? Should we just sort of run this down? Well, no, the running back thing is is okay. is the big is the big one. Well, here. I'm going to take instead of the running. I'm going to let you make the running back choice. Okay. So I'm going to take uh, Michael Carter as my nickel corner. Okay. Instead of Bradley Roby. Are you taking the running back Michael Carter or the cornerback Michael? The Carter? cornerback. Okay. Because they have two Michael Carters. That's the joke. Yes. Okay. I don't think anyone's ever pointed that out before. Uh, Jeez, I'm taking the shot. <laughs> I will go with uh, I will go with Brees Hall. Uh, Brees uh, Hall. After all, you and DeAndre Swift have been. Yeah, I uh, really like DeAndre Swift. He's 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 been awesome this year. Brees Hall had 190 plus yards from scrimmage versus the first the uh, uh, versus the the Broncos. Second time in his career, he's done that. He's one of 10 players since 1970 to do it twice in his first 12 games. And this is where in this matchup. Yes, the Eagles have been really, really, really good against the run this season. They have not played a running back of this quality. Mm. You know, Ramondre Stevenson's really the only good running back that they've played, and he's a different style of running back. Um, The Jets' run game is is not like a great run game. It's very boomer bust. I think Brees Hall has seven runs all season of, of over 10 yards, but four of those have gone for over 20, and three of them have gone for over 40. So... He's their big play guy. And the Eagles have not really had to deal with explosive running backs getting to the second level. Yes. There is, you know, there, there are probably going to be, you know, in this game, it's going to be like run for negative one, run for negative run, run for two, run for three, run for four. And then at some point he's going to pop something yep. big. Um, and you, you just sort of, sort of got to hope that that isn't what changes the game. You're absolutely right. Baldy referenced it yesterday, or I'm sorry, Tuesday in terms of his explosive playability. Uh, one quick Baldy note, by the way. Uh, what a flex that was of going up there tomorrow to meet with Robert Sala. <laughs> yeah, right? like, you know, we're sitting here. I'm like, I'm going to be, uh, in well, I'm pretty close with that organization. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Great flex by Baldy. Appreciate it. You that. think he's going to be sharing with Robert Sala any of our bulletin board material, you know, me calling, uh, um, Nathaniel Hackett, tiny Tim. I don't think so. No, yeah. no, but if that got back to the or Jets, like locker, the Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers will like, come yeah. after you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should be careful. No, I'm not, I'm not, uh, like I don't have enough followers for him to try to glom onto, and he's not going to get enough publicity from coming after. Yeah, work up more your, your your follower count. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> okay, I'll take Sua Opeta. Okay, because he's the best player in the NFL. Well, then you know what I'm going to do then. I, I know what you're going to do, and you're like, this is like, oh, what would a defense do if I was able to get two running backs <laughs> yes. on the field at the same time? They would never know what to do. Oh, my gosh, look at these running backs. Some can catch. Someone can run. What will the defense do? You know what they're going to do? Play exactly how they normally play and not worry about it. Have you ever heard oh, of 20? 21 person. No. <laughs> Have you ever heard of 21 personnel, Mr. Football Guy over here? Okay, man, you're going to have to. You're going to have to block. You don't know who's going to touch the ball on a given play. I got Marcus Mariota, a prolific running quarterback. A prolific running quarterback. I got DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. Have you heard what Nick Sirianni said about his hands? He has receiver's hands. He does not have running back hands. (laughs) Okay? I got Brees Hall. I'm going to put Swift in the slot with AJ. no. Not (laughs) Swift in the slot. With AJ on the outside. Devontae on the outside. Man, my team is going to be tough to cover, okay? You're here playing your traditional football, okay? It's the same personnel package every down. Yeah, you know why? Okay. Because I have a real NFL quarterback and you don't. 
Oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, man, Khalif, a longtime listener, loves this this moment. I, I, I like when you use your, your different voices. You basically have two. <laughs> yeah, correct. You, you have your Kirk Cousins voice, your Melvin voice, and you have your uh, Mocking Me voice. Yes. Oh, no, they're pretty much the same. <laughs> they're pretty much the same. Yes. Okay. All right. Good for you. I'm glad you got that. All right. So you're going to be stuck with uh, Dalvin Cook. I'm mean, not worried about it, you know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. It's not not a Can concern. Can he gain well? Yeah. I will use this opportunity to uh, uh you know, I, uh, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. Uh I guess I will just, you know, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to not take Makai Becton. Hmm. I don't uh, he's uh, he's a bit of a uh uh, a problem in the grand scheme of things, but on a week-to-week basis, if he's going to be healthy enough to play, I'll, I'll take him. That's fine. So now we're at a point where, where we can start filling out our rosters, correct? Because there's no more competitive positions. Uh, I have one competitive position I could take. You have a defensive flex? Yeah, but you can only take a corner. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't. Well, you. I you, need a safety. You, you need corner. to decide if you want to draft someone who could be my right tackle. Okay, I'm. I'm not doing. You're not going to do that. Yeah. And then, can I take someone who would block you? Because <laughs> uh, you need to make a pick, otherwise. Yeah. All right. So I will take. Um, I'll take a corner here, and will that be Bradley Roby or will that? Yeah, probably Bradley Roby to play my slot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in that case, I will do something uh, where you're playing a nonsense offensive scheme. I'm going to play personnel that is actually productive for Jalen Hurts. I'm going to take Tyler Conklin as my second tight end, okay, so you fine. don't have a tight end. No, I do. They have two tight ends in their starting lineup. I'm going to go with CJ Azuma. When, when, not now, but you know, well, we're well, filling out our roster. Out, so yeah. Okay, yeah. So then, so you uh, need a center and a right guard. You're taking Connor McGovern as your center. Yeah, and I'll go Joe Tipman at, at right guard over okay. Jack Driscoll. Uh, I got CJ Azuma, who I really liked when he was in Cincinnati. Uh, Big face. A popular guy with his teammates. Yeah. yeah. Goes to like two big nuggets there on CJ Azuma. Big face, popular guy with his teammates. He goes to Broadway shows. So he's right up your alley. Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? You like Broadway shows. You sing shows. You tunes. this is this is this back to the Zach retro masculinity? Like I'm not as a man, I'm not allowed to go to see a Broadway show. No, I'm simply referencing that you like Broadway shows. Okay, if you said if if there was someone who who watches college football on Saturday, you'd say <laughs> it's right up your alley. Okay, okay, okay. If I gave you if if I went to game time, if I pulled up game time on my phone and I said you can go see. What's a popular Broadway show now? I don't know. Hamilton, right? Okay. <laughs> sure. Hamilton. You can go see Hamilton or you can see the Penn State UMass game this weekend. Which would you rather go to? Yeah, I'd rather. I mean, I've seen Hamilton, but okay. I'd rather so see then yeah. I don't need to see show. Penn State UMass. Yeah. Okay. You what? I, I do not need to see Penn okay. State UMass. Okay, I'm going I'm to the Penn State. that you're going. I'm going to the Penn State UMass game. Yep. Looking forward to that. Okay. I'm going to take uh, Brandon Graham as my edge. Mm. I'm going to take... Jordan Davis as my flex. Okay. That's a flex. And I'm going to take Jack Driscoll as my right tackle. Over Max Mitchell. Over Max Mitchell. And I'm going to take... You know, we're playing in the stadium he owns. 
So I'm going to take Boston Scott as hmm. my running back. Gotcha. So my offense against your defense, Jalen Hurts, Boston Scott, Garrett Wilson, Allen, the Lizard Lazard, Dallas Goddard, Tyler Conklin, Makai Becton, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Sua Opeta, and Jack Driscoll against Hassan Reddick, Jalen Carter, John Franklin Myers, Bryce Huff, Jermaine Johnson, Quincy Williams, James Bradbury, Darius Slade, Jordan Whitehead, Adrian Amos, and Bradley Roby. When you have the ball, Marcus Mariota, Brees Hall, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, C.J. Uzoma, DeAndre Swift, <laughs> Jordan Mailata, Lakin Tomlinson, Connor McGovern, Joe Titman, and Lane Johnson against Brandon Graham, Quinnen Williams, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Josh Sweat, C.J. Mosley, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, Reed Blankenship, Tony Adams, and Michael Carter. I, 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 I need a second safety. Uh, you took Adrian Amos. Oh, I did take Amos, yes. Yeah, okay. okay. I think I, I will, uh, here's where I give you credit. I think it's closer than the Hurts than I would have expected given the Delta at quarterback. Okay. I, I appreciate that. I, I, so that's, as ni- that's as nice a compliment as you've ever given me in five years. So, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. So for, uh, you know, if you're in the chat, let us know what you think. We'll, we'll have the poll on, on Twitter later. And then on Monday, we'll talk about why I won. So I think that's fun. What's coming up tomorrow, Zach? Tomorrow, uh, we will be on the show talking about the matchup. We will do Goose wisely. Uh, we will, we're, we speak after, we, we, we come here after Sirianni speaks, so we'll have a better idea kind of where they are injury-wise going into that game, the final locker room. Um, we're going to have, hopefully, a good guest, Jets reporter from The Athletic, Zach Rosenblatt, terrific reporter, used to cover the Eagles, so has insight uh, when in, in, in both organizations. And it'll be our, uh, we'll also give our Eagles-Jets predictions. You'll see if the Eagles advance to 6-0. and For full disclosure, I thought the Eagles were going to start 5-0 and going into the year. I thought this was a game that they would lose, I think. But that was when Aaron Rodgers was healthy, and I... Aaron Rodgers in higher esteem as a quarterback than Zach Wilson. So you will get my one and Old only. Take. You will get my one and only prediction uh, tomorrow. And uh, we'll also have. I've, I I I want to thank the audience. I, I've received some messages and also saw it in our Discord channel on the email exchange versus the sections. The problem is this: there's no unanimous decision. Okay, yeah, of course. This and, is the this is the dizzying nature of you asking everyone you know for feedback. Trust me. Yes, that is the dizzying nature of me asking everyone I know for feedback. So, uh, so which way are you leaning? I'm leaning toward the email exchange. Um, I'm leaning toward the email exchange. If, but I'm I'm going to defer to what's easiest for you. What if we did it where like you you opened with the first thing of an email exchange, and then I just did when the Eagles have the ball, <laughs> and we just we we interspersed. I actually thought, how can we combine these two? But yeah, that's 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 how we'll do it. One will be like, what do you expect when the Eagles when the have the ball? The other, but I think the email exchange is a little more conversational. A little more conversational, a little bit more uh, time sucky because you got to wait for the actual oh, yeah. response as opposed well, then, to just getting it done ahead of time. I, I'm just, I don't want to suck your time. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for this episode of the PHLY Eagles podcast for Zach and Bree and Sua and his wonder his extremely 
impressive 21 personnel that everybody is worried about. I think I just got a call from uh, Kyle Shanahan, who's wondering how you could possibly do this. He's, he thinks he, it's pretty cool. He has cool. used it effectively. Uh, he, he thinks it's so impressive that he wants to get you on the phone so he can suck your time a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll do it for all of us here. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, we love you. Oh, see.